Welcome to Project BGR, craft beer and conversation. And did we mention craft beer? The beer guys Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams talk to the makers and creators from the craft beer world and beyond. Now, time for Project BGR with your hosts, Tim and Aaron. Welcome to Project BGR. I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Aaron Williams. And if you don't know, we host a radio show based out of Atlanta, Beer Guys Radio, and we cover the craft beer scene across the Southeast. But we love to talk beer with people around the country. Absolutely. In this episode, we talked to a small brewery in Tampa, Florida, making some big noise in the craft beer world. We got to chat with the guys from Angry Chair Brewing, the co-founders, actually. That's right. And thanks to the most important member of the Beer Guys team, associate producer Becky, we were able to drink some of their beers, which is awesome. So let's listen. And yeah, on the phone with us right now, we have the guys from Angry Chair Brewing down in Florida. Ryan Dowdle, he's the co-founder. Also, Ben Romano, he's the head brewer. And Jordan Cooper, the lead brewer, all joining us on the phone with us today. Thanks for joining us today. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Now, uh, Tim, you've got uh, one of their beers. I do, guys. We're going to open one of your beers right now to get things started off on the right foot. And if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about it, we're opening Visago right now so could you tell us a little bit about this beer yeah ben you want to take care of that yeah i'll go ahead um that's our uh raspberry uh berliner vice uh we throw a whole bunch of raspberry at that one uh and uh has a pretty decent tartness to it as well uh real jammy in the nose excellent now uh ryan you're the co-founder here uh what got you involved in brewing and what leads you to co-found a brewery uh try to put it in the still um you're still trying to wonder uh, to figure that out yourself, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I lived in Madison, Wisconsin for some time and uh, attended school up there. And then coming from Florida, I, uh, you know, coming from a wasteland at that time, I was really fascinated with uh, the movement of beer up there. This is mid 90s, uh, actually, sorry, late 90s. And uh, I, I just kind of fell in love, I was inspired by what was happening up there. And I didn't think it was necessarily like craft beer or a niche kind of thing. It's just they were supporting local breweries. And that's, all they kind of knew, and I, I was really fascinated with that. And then when I came back down to Florida, um, I brought that with me and uh, uh, opened up a, a beer bar here and then worked at Cigar City for some time. Um, and I met Ben prior to working at Cigar City, and uh, we were doing some uh, tasting group stuff, and uh, we just kind of hit it off. And then he started brewing at Cigar City, and um, I knew when I was uh, leaving my beer bar gig and working at Cigar City the whole time we were trying to get Angry Chair uh, started and, and Ben Romano was our, was our guy. Uh, he was, uh, Ben will tell you more about it, but he was working as uh, the pilot brewer there doing some really cool stuff and uh, and uh, he needed his own uh, palate, so to speak, to uh, to express what he's doing and um, we, we started talking and we hit it off and uh, here we are. Well, I tell you what, we just poured uh, your beer out here, and it's it's beautiful. The color is amazing. It's on awesome. This. So it's a a, a, a pink, yeah. pink, a nice pink, you know. So this, like a, uh, like an, I like guess, a with a light Berliner, that in. makes yeah. sense that it would have that. So, guys, just to tell you my first impressions on this beer, I took the the aroma, and the first thing it reminded me of was like a pie or cobbler, uh, a sweet kind of a crustiness on the aroma, the tart raspberries, and that. Uh, very good. I like this a lot. Yeah, it's wonderful. So that's. Um, I tell you what. What's behind the name Angry Chair? Tell us why Angry Chair. Um, we get this a lot. I figured uh, that. Yeah, uh, uh, it has nothing to do with Alice in Chains. That's uh, Aaron's okay. disappointed. Then, <laughs> I've so been yeah, singing that song all day long. So, by the way, that's it. Uh, it, it amazing band, but uh, uh, 
me and my business partner, you know, we we both worked uh, white collar environments. Shane Mosier is my uh, our business my business partner, and he still works in that environment. And um, while I was working in finance, I, I worked with some of the uh, let's just say the shadiest people in the world. And in <laughs> um, anger chair is a, it's kind of a point of oppression. I think everybody has an anger chair, meaning if it's your work or going sitting in traffic or your in laws, it's it's. It's a realization you have a, a something in your life that you have to deal with that you're not obviously looking forward to doing so, but the celebration you can get away from it if you so choose, and it just signifies uh, that oppressive state or spot in your life, and it's only temporary if you, if you want to get away from it. And so when we look at it, it's just you know we we've we've come a long way, and it was a, a spot that we so chose to get away from, and uh, that's what it means to us. It's, it's a celebration that we got away from a spot in our lives that we weren't enjoying what we're doing. Now we're in this great industry working with so many creative people that it's, it's something, you know, that we really, really are fortunate to be in. My angry chair is definitely driving to and from work in the afternoons. Yeah, yeah there we go. That's Good old worst. Atlanta traffic. I oh. have several angry chairs. That's, so, you're, yeah. you're an angry I keep them everywhere. Too, I right. keep them everywhere. That's right. Hey, we're talking to the guys from Angry Chair Brewing down in Florida. Now, you're located in the Seminole Heights area, and you've mentioned how important that was to you. What is it about that area that drew you to it? Uh, it it's it's an amazing neighborhood. It's the oldest neighborhood in Tampa. It's uh, It's gone through a lot of ups and downs, so to speak, and uh a lot of people say it's up and coming, which I associate that with being a, a part of a bad neighborhood, but it's, it's definitely not. It's the most interactive community that uh, in Tampa, you know, as of right now, it's a lot of things are happening. And we want to be in a community or a neighborhood that uh, was as much a part of our brewery as we are a part of the, the community or the neighborhood. And, then, you know, somebody comes in and says, hey, you should do a horseradish leak hellas. Okay. That's a horrible idea. Just say no. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. say no. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we want them to feel like they can and, you know, give us feedback. And this is a community that's very interactive and very uh, synergy-related. That It made p- complete sense. And I love what's happening here. I love our neighbors. And um, it's we're, we're just happy to be here. So do you have any beers that you've launched based on uh, Tasting Room or our friends' input? Um. We've done some things, uh, yes. Uh, I think they're more of a, uh, yeah, we have a beer on right now that's uh, interesting, so to speak. We, we don't want to really talk about it, but uh, as going forward, we, we have some beers in the works. Uh, we you know we have a, we're located on Fern Street in North Florida Avenue, and um, we have this whole don't park on Fern thing that turned into this uh, marketing tool for us, and so we have some beers coming up in the future that will, uh, you know, include the neighborhood, meaning some streets and then some other um, some places, part of the neighborhood that everyone can uh, relate with. Now, you've celebrated your one-year anniversary recently, and you've already collaborated with, with uh, Cigar City and McKellar. Yeah. It's uh, some pretty yeah. big names for, for a brewery your size. Yeah, we're, we're honored. Uh, you know, I, 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 it truly starts with what Ben's doing and Jordan's doing. You know they're they're making great liquid, and I think people are really starting to to, to see what we're doing, and uh, it's it's we're honored to be part of this. Such great. We just did a collab with 18th Street Brewing. We did collaboration with John Wakefield. We did some cool collabs with the guys out in Sweden. They're making some really killer beer right now, uh, Brewski and uh, Brekkeriet. Um, so it's it's real cool, and the, the part of the collaboration process that I think we all really enjoy is. I think a lot of it's, hey, I know you, you know me, let's do something, which is cool. 
but I, I, we really like to challenge each other and learn something from each other uh, and truly be a collaborative experience, you know, do something that we need to improve upon and then hopefully help something, you know, that they can improve upon and learn something from us. And that's how we've gone about our collaboration. And uh, so far it's been great and met some really great people. As we sat down with uh, Wayne Wombles recently, and we were talking to him, and we joked with him, but his, he does a lot of collaborations, but he's just uses it as an excuse to fly all over the world, hanging out with cool breweries there. So we actually have uh, one of the breweries he did a collaboration recently with uh, was uh, Galway Bay over in Ireland, and the, the brewmaster there used to be a brewer at a local nano here in Georgia. Uh, is a friend of mine, so he actually sent me a bottle of the collaboration they did there from Ireland that we were able to share with him. So it's uh, you know pretty fun all these collaborations and getting out there. It's it's great to get great to get great minds together exactly. to see what you come up with. Uh, collaborations are always fun. I, uh, I yeah agree, and you know Wayne's a wealth of knowledge, ex- extremely talented and uh, a genius in his craft, if you will, and. Um, you know, Ben's got a very good relationship with him. I think I won't speak for Ben, but you know, Ben cut his teeth from Wayne and learned a lot. You know, when he was pilot brewing at Cigar City. I don't know if you want to talk more about that, Ben. Oh yeah, no, Wayne taught me everything I know about how to brew uh, imperial stouts. So I owe everything to him for that. And uh, yeah, no, he freaking took me under his, uh, under his wing when I was just a home brewer and uh, taught me a lot. And uh, it's just been a great friend ever since. Now, Ben, the pilot system there at uh, Cigar City, how large was that system? Um, it originally was a one-barrel system, um, and then it moved up to one-and-a-half-barrel system with two, three-barrel fermenters. And then uh, there's a lot of cool stuff on there, uh, some brews with uh, nickel um, to test batch for, uh, I think it was uh, Life is Like, um, which is a big uh, beer that they did. Um, uh, did a whole bunch of imperial stouts over there, so that's really where I learned how to do that. Awesome. And yeah. how big's your brew house there at Angry Chair? We're a ten barrel brew house. Ten barrel. Uh, with uh, yeah, with three thirty barrel fermenters and uh, actually two tens and two fives right now. Now, speaking of your your big imperial stouts, that we did a tasting at a friend's house a little earlier this year, and uh, I had a buddy uh, Scott. Thanks for uh, sharing this beer with us. He brought a growler back up or a crowler of the Awakening. And that was my my first introduction to your guys' beers, and we had, oh, we probably had half a dozen really big stouts. Some, I think Hoonapoo was in the mix, and a, and a bunch of others. And the Awakening was my favorite out of those. Just a, oh, just a fantastic. Uh, I like a smooth stout, a yeah. rich. You know, I don't want the the astringency or bitterness in my stout. You know, give me a nice smooth, bold stout with a you know good coffee and roast in it. And I really thought that. That hit all the uh, hit all the buttons there for me there, guys. Just a really nice beer. So Thank you so much. And you're listening to Project BGR. Time to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more from the gang from Angry Chair Brewing right after this. Hey, this is Aaron. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We've got some really awesome things that are coming soon that will help us engage with you some more. We're not going to lie to you, though. It takes time, effort, and money to produce this show every week. So if you'd like to be part of the Beer Guys family, we would love your help. Head to patreon.com slash beerguys to become a sponsor. We're not going to beg. Okay, maybe just a little bit. But hey, we've got some great swag for those who become a sponsor, and you'll be among the first to know about the great things that are coming to the Beer Guys universe. Again, that's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash beerguys. 
or you can go to beerguysradio.com and click the sponsor link. We thank you for your support and cheers. Welcome back to Project BGR. Let's listen to the rest of our interview with the guys from Angry Chair Brewing Company out of Tampa, Florida. So we're going to open another one of your beers here that uh, you were kind enough to send up to us. Really excited to open this up. I have got your Imperial German Chocolate Cupcake Stout in my hands right now. And uh, I read that Pace recently mentioned this as one of their favorites at the Copenhagen Beer Celebration. Is that correct? That is correct. It was an honor. Great. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this beer? All right. So it's uh, an Imperial Sweet Stout, um, I think right around 10.6% alcohol. Um, we add a ridiculous amount of coconut, uh, cacao nibs, and vanilla to it. Nice. Um, and it's just big cake batter aroma. And then uh, once you taste it, it's just a whole bunch of uh, coconut and chocolate and pretty decadent. That sounds fantastic. So, so don't yeah. don't hoard that, Tim. I'm uh, not sharing any of this. Yeah, so I can I can take a you, 750 right? of of a 10.6. Exactly. So, so yeah. So now you brew a variety of styles uh, there. Uh, any favorites that you like to do? Um, I prefer sours and uh, um, pretty much like low ABV uh, hoppy beers right now are my thing. And uh, we're working uh, actually installing an RO system here real soon. So going to be building up our water profile for our uh, hoppy beers and hopefully improving them quite a bit more. Excellent. Uh, now, you also do have a barrel program, right? Just a real quick yeah. question. Oh, sorry, that. Do, you, ahead, do you do any water chemistry right now? Or you just uh, Is the water there pretty well situated for brewing? Um, we just filter out as much as we can. It's really hard water, which is great for uh, stouts. Right. But uh, for IPAs, we got to soften it up. So that's our uh, next process that we're working on right now. And, and with the stouts, uh, are you going to you, you do have a barrel program that you're working on too? Correct. Yes, we are. We uh, actually have about uh, about 16 barrels, I think, filled right now, um, and a whole bunch more beer and tanks that will actually be uh, throwing some more barrels here very soon. So, excellent. Well, you guys uh, seem like you're keeping pretty busy for a fairly young brewery. Yep, trying to. Yeah, you guys, speaking of that, you know, you mentioned you're in the oldest neighborhood there, but you opened late 2014, is that correct? Correct. Um, okay, so you're right at, wow. two, right at two years old. Uh, uh, you guys have taken off pretty quickly in that time. Excellent reception of that. Did uh, did you anticipate this? Has the growth been about what you expected, more or less? Uh. Definitely more. Um, you know, we, you know, we're at capacity. We have a pretty small facility here, and and uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to get some more space and start a barrel program. And we're also going to start a mixed culture program as well. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we're we're just humbled by the support we've received uh, in the greater Tampa area, and then you know, even in, you know where you guys are, we're getting you know. Uh, Facebook, you know, private messages sure. saying, "Hey, great beer," and blah blah. It's just, it's great. You know, Ben and Jordan are making great beers, and um, it's truly nice to see that you know what they're making and producing is uh, you know being rewarded. And you know, if we keep making great liquid and challenging ourselves, uh, I really like where, where the direction we're heading. I only tell you, you do make some great liquid. You know, while Tim was talking, I was able to sample some of that uh, the, the German chocolate cupcake stout, and I unbelievable and then i waited to see tim's reaction when he drank it and i thought he was going to fall off his chair it was so good uh, my exact words were holy shit yeah. this is just i mean just you just unbelievable that. You that on this on this show. so it's yeah fine, yes. that's and i looked over uh I, we've got some friends with us here in the studio uh, holy crap he was a little more polite than i was but it, it, the same response guys this is uh phenomenal i mean this is just phenomenal 
Thank you. Yeah, just uh, super rich. The, all the flavors are there, German chocolate and that. You know, you talked about the response uh, from many different locations. I actually uh, was introduced to a buddy. He was living here at the time, but he's up in Toronto now and uh, was just mentioning to him that uh, we were speaking with you and enjoying your beers, and he's getting jealous there because he can't get them in Toronto, amazingly. Though. So, yeah. Yeah, Canadians can't have everything. That's quite all right. No. So, guys, what's uh, what's coming from you? What's uh, What's next on the agenda? Uh, lots of the tough uh, questions and happy beer. Yeah, and hours just trying to keep on making really good beer. Um, just constantly trying to come up with new things. So, well, great. Yeah. That uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I think we're we're at a really interesting point in our business. Is that you know we're we're not trying to keep up with uh, distribution, so to speak. You know, we have a very limited distribution, so it allows us to be creative and you know we were <laughs> you know I, i've seen some really great things and you know i've seen distribution really control what you become and that's great obviously a great problem to have it but right now i really like that the team that we have and uh, and the flexibility that we have is if we want to brew something we brew it and yeah. we don't have the the problem of well you need to keep making this we we've been very fortunate enough of we do a beer and we've never done before and and we've you know been fortunate that it it came out great and you know and we put in a little bit in distribution or in our tasting room if it flies out the door it's it's great and I think with the brewers that we have and you know Ben and Jordan you know limiting them or making one beer all the time it becomes what we don't want we don't want the the, the monotonous tedious same thing every day and, you know it's right now it's it's really great that you know we we talked yesterday like hey we've got to do another style and we talked about a style we've never done before and i'm really looking forward to it and i think you know i won't speak for ben and jordan but i think they like that it's a challenge something new and it's something that's somewhat cerebral that we can create something different and unique every time and i don't think we ever really want to lose that and um so far so good yeah, if you don't want to, if you want to keep creating and keep uh, keep it interesting you don't want your brewery to become an angry chair so to speak, by hey, doing the same thing. That, that was a good one, Aaron. Hey, listen, Congratulations. I have radio experience. Look at that. Work right. that one right in there. That's it. So, so guys, uh, we're about to wrap up here, but if people want to stay in touch with you and find out what's going on, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, we're pretty active on Facebook. You know, we have a Angry Chair Brewing Facebook page, and then we also are pretty active on Instagram as well, Angry Chair Brewing. Uh, I don't know anything about Twitter. Um, okay. So- that's so probably the best. Really I saw you had three tweets on there, so you know that's a good start, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're you know eventually maybe we'll get somebody that knows what they're doing. <laughs> there you go. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's the best way to get a hold of us. Facebook and Instagram, right? Yep. Great guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We really enjoyed your beers and uh, look forward to getting down there and visiting you very soon. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Project BGR, and of course, special thanks to the guys from Angry Chair for calling in, and especially letting us taste that German chocolate cupcake imperial stout. I can still taste it. Man, that was a great beer. What a fantastic beer. So remember, Project BGR is available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, and please leave us a rating. It really helps. Plus, tune in to Beer Guys Radio every Saturday for all the news you need to know. That's about the craft beer movement in the Southeast. We podcast that, too. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Beer Guys Radio. Cheers, and we'll see you next time.